Yeah, hi everyone. Welcome to actually Iglap's first episode of season three. So it's very exciting that I am back. Uh, I actually missed this over the last when I had that two week break last December. But yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to have season three. And like what I mentioned in our season finale last season two, that it's going to be different how we do things here in Iglap. And mm-hmm. You know, with this first episode, we're going to see how things are. So I'd like to introduce our first guest who's going to start off the year with a great guest, a great bang. So welcome back to Iglap is Salome Salvi. Hi, hello. Let me just like share this really quickly on my Twitter. Sure. Um, <laughs> no problem. But like, yeah, let me just uh, type that in. We're live now. To have Salome back. And guys, uh, you know, if you have any questions at all you know any questions you have for salome just comment them down below and we will do our best to to answer them and also to our you know to our facebook viewers and to any of our new viewers this will be available on spotify the very next day so you know if you're gonna drive somewhere or something uh, you could definitely listen to it so salome first off i'm so glad to have you back uh you're really an awesome guest last season of on obviously oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, this season so what can you tell us a bit of like what you've been doing since you know the last time we spoke to you i can't remember what month that was but i think it was like yeah like I, I can't remember either like i have a really hard time like remembering like dates now like i i don't know if you have like the same like effect um mentally <laughs> like because of the pandemic and like having yeah. to stay inside for long stretches of time so i can't really remember but you know, like it's honestly, it's more of the same. Like, you know, working, working out. Um, you know, trying to meet new people to like make videos with because uh, with because if you guys aren't aware, um, I'm an adult content creator, so I make um, I make pornographic content, and you know, like I'm always like looking for you know like people to work with and people to make new stuff with, and I'm you know like I'm looking for you know, new styles of content to experiment with. So it's, yeah, it's basically been a lot, um, a lot of that. So, yeah. Actually, you, you, you mentioned you're your working out and all. Actually, I, I saw, because obviously we follow each other on Instagram, and I saw that you're in the gym and stuff. I'm curious, so like your workout, is it more on like you're trying to build muscle or is it more on, you know, you're just trying to, you know, maintain the weight? Exactly. I mean, what kind of workouts do you do? Um, like I, I do a bit of everything, honestly. Like I do both, um, both cardio and strength training. Cause, um, fun fact, if you combine, um, if you combine the two, like that's actually the best way for you to lose weight and keep it off. You know, if you build muscle and, you know, like work on your, um, and work on your cardiovascular, like, um, activity and strength. Yeah. Like you can't, you, like that's the best way for you to remain as healthy as possible. So I do, I do both. Yeah, it's really like when I saw, it's like I was so amazed because you know I didn't know at first you worked out, right? Then you know you showed a bit of what you do and stuff. So yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty awesome. So yeah, so going to to that one, Salman. There's another part that I think um, not many people know about you, but you know you could correct me if I'm wrong, but. You you collect a bit of crystals, right? I mean, you do collect crystals. <laughs> uh, I, I used to do it I anymore. Used to. Yeah. 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 So, would you tell us like how you started out with that? Like, one, how did you start out like you know collecting crystals and why? Like, oh, what? Why? Oh, um, like I feel like I got into that whole 
like alternative spirituality and you know like es- and esoterica i guess i got into that whole sphere oh wait like let me just let me just uh, just introduce my baby hello <laughs> what's it what's her her name yeah it's a her her name is Brittany. Kasi my okay. attitude her. <laughs> anyway sorry like she's being a little clean um yeah, anyway yeah so i got so i got into that whole like um I got into that whole thing. So, like, it's tarot, it's um, astrology, collecting crystals, and manifestation, and all of that. Like, I got into that whole sphere. Um, I don't know exactly what to call it. I just, like, call it alternative uh, alternative spirituality. Um, I got into that because I met I met someone, like, who, who is still, like, a, a dear friend of mine. Her name is Patrice. Um and she's a tarot reader and she introduced me to um first reading tarot and because she does a lot of readings for me i personally can't yet i'm still in the middle of learning but yeah she introduced me to the tarot specifically the thought tarot which is what she is like um working with and we decided to collaborate on some artworks that are reimaginings of the artwork of the thought tarot which is by Alistair Crowley. And so yeah. that's how I got started on that. And of course, usually like when you um, dip your toes into alternative spirituality, you, you like you find out that there's so many branches that you can get into. And one of the branches that we both got into was collecting crystals. <laughs> and I feel like um, I, I feel like it's because, you know, like, like, honestly, like, it's just it's just super fun, you know, like collect, like having something that you're dedicated to collecting and, you know, like touching the crystals and, you know, like, like looking at them and, you know, observing them and, you know, feeling their energy when you are in contact with them. That whole thing is very fun. But I stopped um, collecting crystals because uh, be, because I learned that um, the crystal industry has blown up so much just in the last five years or so. And the... And the overwhelming demand just made way for a lot of child labor um, oh. in, yeah, in know. third world countries like um, in Pakistan, in Congo, in, um, in Madagascar. So um, there's a lot of like really unfair, really inhumane labor practices that, um, that take place just so, you know, us in the you know like us in the global north get to have our fucking crystals so so you know that deeply upset me so i stopped now um but you know like i still take care of the crystals that i do have um i'm i'm still like thinking about whether or not i should sell them or not but but yeah like they, they they're really good conversation pieces because so you know like i just keep them around yeah. my room <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I still believe in their like, um, in their healing properties, in their energetic properties. I do believe that they bring in a lot of you know positive, good energy. So I keep them around. You know, they're nice. <laughs> Actually, you know, I had an episode last season called Shadows and Dreams where we had this guest, uh, a friend of Danny as well. Her name is uh, Selena May Medina. And she's actually a tarot reader, and uh, she does something else, but I unfortunately can't remember uh, what he called it. But uh, yeah, it was really an, a cool episode because, like, you know, we spoke a bit about crystals, about the, the healing energies. Because if I'm not mistaken, like, each crystal has its own um, positive energy, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, like, is it, it rose quartz um, like for love or something? Or, or something yeah, like it has, like each crystal has its own, um, ha- has its own like healing properties. Like, for example, like carnelian is red. So like, um, and so that's the color of passion and motivation. So if you want to be, you know, if you want to drum up motivation for a task that's ahead of you, you can like hold your carnelian and or use it to massage yourself. But honestly, like, I'm going to be really frank and bear with you. I did not like get into the studying of the crystals as deeply as I should have before I started working with them. Like, honestly, like, I really went into the collecting um, part of the of the crystal interest that I have because they're pretty. <laughs> like, I don't blame you though. <laughs> like that, like I, I, like I know that that's a really like shallow thing, and you know, like a lot of you know really serious practitioners would probably like really frown upon that. But yeah, like sometimes crystal and then it's just like beautiful patterns, you know, beautiful colors. I'm yeah, like, I don't know what it's for, but I want it. <laughs> so I go get it. And you know, like I have a bunch of crystals. I'm like, I don't know exactly what this does, but I'm glad that I have it. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I, and I feel like if you are a spiritual practitioner, you have to be like, you know, honest and frank with yourself in, um, in, in like about like topics like that, especially like because um, nagiging part narin ng capitalistic um cycle yung ano yung spirituality, di ba? Like sa Dolly Mutanghere, like nakinokomodify ng mga pare yung yung ano nila yung forgiveness nila or yung yung pag yung yung pagpapadasal nila over people, di ba? Di ba, like, they sell that in Noli Metanghe. They were like, oh, pay us this much and then I'll say uh, this money Hail Mary so that you can get into heaven. So you're essentially paying your way into heaven. And I feel like a lot of parts of alternative spirituality is susceptible to that commodification. So, so yeah, I feel like if you are a practitioner, be honest with yourself about that. Like, how much of it is, you know, is just, be being thrilled that you're purchasing something, you know. So you know, like just a word of um, caution. Don't mind me asking, uh, what was like the cheapest crystal you got? Like you don't need to say what crystal it is, but more like the price range of like the cheapest that you got. And then of course oh, I'm asking if it's expensive that you got. Um, like the quartzes are really cheap, and usually they're like really great beginner crystals because because quartzes are clear. Um, so yeah. there's different, many different quartzes. There's rose quartz. There's, um, there's garden quartz. There's clear quartz, and they're good to start with because, um, because they're clear and they help with you, you know, clearing out your um, the, like the bad or the good energy or any like residual energy that you have in your mind and in your soul, so that you can make better decisions afterwards. And that's usually like the first step of any spiritual practice you know you gotta clear out like whatever is you know whatever is left in you so that you can make way for whatever is coming towards you you know so they're that's why they're good beginner crystals and they're you know like you can find like you can find nice crystals for about like 200 long like in a lot of affordable yeah right um Yeah. yeah like usually they're really tiny or um sometimes when they're cheaper kasi like like siguro like maraming flaws inside the inside the rock um inside yeah. the stone like there's a lot of um what you call it 
yeah, like there's a lot of cracks, there's a lot of like filaments inside, and that's usually not very you know valuable for uh, for you know like the diehard crystal collectors. But if you're a beginner, like that's that's no problem. You can like start with that, and once you start buying them, oh my god, like it's gonna be very hard for you to stop. Let me tell you. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're not prepared for that, um, don't, you know, don't go into it at all. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, crazy. Okay, so your cheapest were like the quartz, right? So it's around like three hundred uh -huh. bucks for tape. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you know, I might be asking, like, how much did you? Spend the most expensive like, one. Yeah. Wait. Um. Let me think. Like, I, because my my crystal collection is just right there. Um, I think the biggest, um, uh, like the most expensive one I paid for is like, oh shit. Uh, let me show you. Let me show you what it is. Okay, let's see how it looks. And I'm really, really sad because, um, because I, it's actually um, injured. It's fractured because Ooh. my cats got to it and they started playing with it. It's um, this is a, this is a What's black onyx. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's a dagger. So like yeah. it's it's like a plain dagger. So you can like build your your own handle around it. And I'm planning to do that. But it's not very sharp anymore because like my cat got like got to it and then they started like playing hockey with it on the fucking floor. <laughs> but it's such a beautiful look. It's such a beautiful yeah. crystal. Yeah, it's it's what beautiful. Like on it oh Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, it's like um uh, but Onyx, um oh no, it's not Onyx. Oh my god. Dumbass, it's obsidian. It's oh, wow. um, it's uh, it's what like George R. R. Martin, um, based off of when he like conceptualized dragon glass. So like, yeah. it's essentially like obsidian because like obsidian is really easy to carve to make it super super sharp, even if you have minimal tools. But because it's so easy to carve to make it sharp, it's so easy to break too. So if yeah. you have like any obsidian. Um, crystals, you should take extremely good care of it and don't let your cats get to it. Oh my god. <laughs> you know that, that obsidian uh, crystal of yours, do you know what country it's from or something? Because that's like the first time that, I see obsidian crystal in, you know, like in the flesh. See, that, see, that's the problem. Like, that's why the crystal industry has become so unethical to, you know, to participate in. Because like all, like, almost all of the crystals that you find on Instagram, or or wherever those sellers are not going to be able to tell you where it's from or who mined it or who polished it or you know like wh like what like you know it's it's just really hard to uh tra trace um trace where it's from and like like it's it, um it's that way so that so that the the people who are ordering these crystals to be mined in such inhumane um in such inhumane ways like they don't face any of the consequences if they make it if they make everything so mysterious and unknowable so yeah. so so yeah like i wouldn't be able to tell you where it's from and uh, honestly that's fucking unfortunate like you know no definitely and it's really really beautiful and i'm so you don't need to say it here you could just message it to me but like how, like how bad was the damage to your wallet for that? Um, oh shit! I think it's um, I think it's three thousand five hundred. Okay, that is not as bad as I thought. 
Yeah, like there, there are definitely like crystals that are upwards of like 20k. And Those are really big now. Like, um, honestly, like if you want to start a crystal hobby, like you can get, get pieces for lower than 1,000. Like most of them are lower than 1,000 long and they can be really big and really beautiful now. It's not as expensive as you think, honestly. Um, no, but that one, I, but, I'm going to be frank. I thought that was like a 10,000 peso piece or something. No, no, no. It looks. Because of the size, right? Oh, like, yeah, the see, size. Brittany is the one who broke this one. <laughs> like, She's like, I'm going to be the only black thing here. Yeah, like, see, like, the point is now, like, blunt na. But that is and, so beautiful, wow. Yeah. And 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 parang yung principle kasi ng crystals is that like the energy is directed like wherever the the point is. That's why we have towers, diba? Like the energy that that is emanating from it is coming in the direction of the point. So if the point is not you know very defined, like the energy that comes from it is weakened. Dao. <laughs> so say personally, yeah, like I don't, I don't really believe in that because you know it's still yeah. these pieces are still like beautiful. Um and you know very energetically powerful like whether or not the point is sharp or not so yeah actually I I, I did buy my own crystal but not I didn't buy it just because it was a crystal so I had this I have this jeweler right who I go to and I need to have let's say a gift made for my girlfriend or whatever right uh then suddenly she posted this photo of this rose quartz skull and I don't think I look like the type of person but I love skulls in general. And I was able to buy a small road. It's probably like this big, maybe like one to two inches only of a road skull, a road quartz skull. It cost me around a thousand bucks. I mean, not too bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, carved and all, but beautiful. I wish I had it with me so I could show it to you. But unfortunately, for some reason, it's not as pink as it used to be. Even if I hid it away from the sun, because I heard that if you put rose quartz under sunlight, it tends to become whiter or, or something like that. Or oh, tends really? To be- Apparently, apparently. Uh, but then I don't yeah, know. I don't like, know how to do it. Yeah, like taking care of each crystal is very like specific. Like there are some that you can't put underwater. There are some that you Ooh. that are really soft that you probably shouldn't be putting in jewelry because you know, like if they you know get yeah. hit, kagad ng ano, ng cracks or ng um ng scratches. So you have to like in aral talaga siya dapat and doon ako nagkulang honestly and so ayun kaya okay I put na my crystal collecting hobby at um on pause you know because of the like because I don't really have time to like dig deep into it so yeah yeah so by the way uh before we continue so Mitch Chosa uh says that it looks like dragon glass from you know game Yeah of that's exactly and what it is said, uh, and she also said that, oops, sorry, it didn't come out. So she said, I got my first ever rose quartz, by the way. Oh, you, congratulations. Uh, congrats. Why don't you tell us more? Like, where did you get it? How big is it? I mean, I guess if it's carved, which makes me, I wonder though, uh, Salome, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but what I notice is a lot of these crystals, um, they're kind of shaped like obelisks or like towers, right? When it's like uh, kind of, do you know why? Exactly. Yeah, like um, yeah, the, because because there are uh, um, like the energetic properties of it is also like affected by the shape of which um of Ooh. which it's like um carved in. So like like I said, like if it's a tower, um, th- because those are called towers. Um, um, if it's like uh, you know flat at the bottom and then pointy at the top. Yeah, um, yeah. so 
So it means that like the healing energy or like um the healing energy or the passionate loving energy or the or maybe like the painful energy if ever if ever you have a crystal that has that property like all of the energy like like emanates in that direction where the point is um so or for example you have like an orb like it has like a it has a gentle kasi kasi if it's like a tower it's like parang the energy is like being shooted out eh. like that's how it is now but if you have an orb and then you hold it in your hand like that you can feel like the energy sort of like just gently radiating from it because it doesn't have a point because it's an orb so it's it's like that that's the general principle of, um um principle of it or for example if if you have any geodes have you seen a geode it's like a uh, it's like a rock with the crystals that are growing from inside yes yes Watch. yes okay I did, yes. I did not know you called that called it that okay <laughs> yeah th- those are called those are called geodes i don't have one yet um but kunyari, since all of the points are like pointing um inside paloob siya yeah. so like parang medyo womb like daw yung energy kapag hinawakan mo siya so right. so it's like that like that's why that's why a lot of crystals are are shaped like towers because you know so that the energy is better directed um in that direction you know ganun daw siya that's a great explanation because you know like pre-pandemic um i'm sure you've been to green hills before right yeah. And then you go to the section of the mall where they sell like pearls, um, jewelry, and uh, you know these crystals. I, I'm like, why are all of these like shaped like towers and such? But yeah, I mean, after you explained it, it made a lot of sense. Now, <laughs> you you mentioned that the reason, I guess, the main reason why you quit collecting is more about how the efficacy, I guess, of how they get these crystals, right? Yeah. I just wanted to ask you, like, how important is it for people to to look at the ethics side of whatever they want to get into? I mean, not just crystals, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like um, people should um, get used to questioning where something comes from or questioning why something is at a certain price. Like, for example, um, uh, like, like for example, like when they look at Shane, the um, do you know Shane? Like the yeah, Shane, yeah. Uh, the girl yeah, like, clothes store, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Shane is honestly fucking amazing. It's a it's a godsend. But magtataka ka, like, and I've ordered some stuff from Shane, and the quality is mostly good. Unfortunately, like I've had um one bags. item that came, yeah, um, <laughs> I I've had one item that came in. In my very um in my very last uh order that i'm not super happy about so that's the only one that i um which has uh, a quality that i don't like um but everything else is like just just so good and it is so cheap diva and then yeah. um but i feel like what people crazy amounts there <sighs> right right like yeah. jesus me too like like every single like i say like I feel like na addict tayong lahat sa Shane kasi like we couldn't go to malls and try on clothes and stuff like that. And with Shane, like because the clothes are so cheap, um so cheap, even if you don't go um if you don't go out, even if you don't go out and try it on first before you buy it, like what? You'll lose like 300 pesos on something that doesn't fit you. So that it's like so so para okay lang yun, 'di ba? Like okay, um, I didn't think it was that cheap. I had a feeling it was cheap no, because it's my cheap. girlfriend you know, buys like she, well, I think she bought maybe like a whole closet worth of clothes, and she only spent like yeah. Those are, those are usually like big, 
what, 300 for 100? Like, it's that cheap. cheap. Yeah, diba? yeah, it's like suspiciously cheap. And what yeah. I feel like people should be doing is that when they are faced with something that cheap and that convenient, they should always ask, like, why is it this way? Why is something that is supposed to be so valuable, like clothes, because you use clothes every day, you know, you use clothes to express yourself. It has such importance in our lives. It's a basic need, the basic necessity. But why is it so cheap? You know, but and the answer is like because most of it is made in a in a fucking sweatshop for people who get who get paid like what like several cents every um for a whole day of work, diva. Right? And it's like you you always have to like um que- question question that so that you just so you know you are more aware about the injustices that are happening. Just so you as a middle class person who are wa- who is watching this on Facebook, like so that you could live comfortably. So you you always have to question like where is where is this all coming from discomfort this convenience so yeah in lang so yeah so yeah because it's like what I noticed is and actually I want to talk about I'm not sure if you've seen the film Don't Look Up I think that's the title uh, yeah 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 I'll, like I have it oh, I'm not a, I, no I'm not a Leonardo DiCaprio fan I'm sorry and that's like oh, the okay. same guy that did Noah. He did advice. Yeah, um, he did a lot of good films. Did he did, did he do the um the Big Short? Because I've yes, seen the Big, big Short. Short as well. Yeah, he did the Big yeah, Short. Yeah, that's Adam Adam something. Like um, I, I'm like I'm not the biggest fan of that director and those actors, but like I can I can look into it um soon. But the thing is, because with the pandemic, um, like it brought me a lot of like depression so like parang like my issues with my depression and my anxiety just like blew up in a scale that i never thought possible like because of the pandemic and you know one of the things that um that went away or that was just like destroyed by my depression is like i'm not looking forward to movies anymore so like over the past two and a half years um two or two years i'm sorry the past two years talagang like i haven't watched any I, w- I, I wasn't looking forward to any movies, so I don't, you know, I don't watch movies anymore. So, I, yeah, so like, I don't know if I'm going to watch Don't Look Up because I already have such a limited, like, capacity to, like, consume movies. Yeah. So, I, anyway, what, yeah. do you, uh, what do you want to talk about, look, um, about Don't Look Up? Yeah, because, like, the film, and I'm not going to, like, spoil it for you just in case if you mm-hmm. ever decide to watch it, right? But the whole point of the film is about people not really questioning any more things or people mm-hmm. choosing to to not believe like the right people or the proper people for certain yeah. situations like what you mentioned right with the pandemic um, with covid and such right uh i guess for the younger people or the younger generation or maybe people who are more tech savvy or people who understand how the internet works we understand what you know what facts are versus you know fake news satire yeah, yeah. Etc. Right, as compared to other people who don't or who choose that. Okay, now I'm not going to listen to a scientist. I'm going to listen to, let's say, this politician and things like that. So it's more about that aspect. And I wanted to ask you about that. Like, haven't you? I I don't know. Like, in your like in your own views or in your own um, observation, have you noticed that? Let's say for the last, I don't know, three four years, people have grown to be more. I don't use the word ignorant because I think that's a bit unfair to to generalize. Yeah, but yeah. You notice that some people kind of 
don't want to hear facts. Honestly, that's the that's the thing that I am really conflicted by because you know, um, let's say that because I I don't believe that people are either black and white, right? Like they're like we are all like you know like different shades of gray. Um, yeah. And personally, like, it lang ah. Um, full disclosure, everyone, I'm sick, so like if I'm a little slow. It means the sickness is like, um, fucking, fucking COVID, man. Anyway, um, so apparently that's what I am really conflicted by. Um, like as uh, like as much as I am for social justice, and as much as I believe that calling people out for something that they did wrong is um is in its own way sort of helpful in order for people to like um you know to internalize that criticism and you know change for the better especially if the criticism is done in a very constructive way i um you know i believe that that has its own merit but um but on the other hand nahihirapan ako to apply that sort of that need to call people out i'm having a hard time um doing that to people who are just simply consumers of stuff that they like and like um like people who buy crystals or people who buy on Shane all the time or people who buy on Forever 21 or people who um or you know or, or people who like who like eating gourmet seafood and even though like some of the seafood is like not farmed uh, or is not you know fished in ethical in ethical ways or you know people who don't choose to go vegan like i can't fucking get mad at every single one of those people because they're just living their life um living their lives the best way that they know how you know and you know like and there's so much um strife and there's so much like sorrow and there's so much anger in the world that sometimes like like the only thing that will make you happy in in a moment is to buy something cute from shane for really cheap and and you know like like if i call them out for that i'm denying that need that they have to make themselves feel good to make uh, you know to dress well and to like and and you know to it to just to say i believe in retail therapy you know and you know there's a like uh, alongside the pandemic there's also like a mental health epidemic and you know like like am i that kind of person who is just like you know gonna call a person out for liking fast fashion eh hindi naman niya kasalanan kung eh na ganun lang yung kinikita niya and the only kind of kinds of clothes that they are able to afford is fast fashion like who am i to like get mad at them for that you know so that's like what i'm conflicted by honestly like 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 you know like do i like you know like i know that for your greater good i guess like i need to ed- educate people or um educate people about that you know like where their clothes are coming from where the crystals are coming from but you know like i also don't want to like take away a source of happiness from someone or, or a source of convenience for someone who is possibly hurting in in some way that i don't know like Yelang. Like I feel like we have, we all have to, we all have to like toe that line as carefully as we can, and we always have to like look at the information that we have. You know, like I feel like if you have the urge to call someone out, um, because you know, yung like they're engaging in something not ethical, like I feel like you always have to like step back 
and think to yourself, what other information do I know about this person? And is that information enough for me to make a judgment whether or not they're a good or a bad person? And if they are deserving of a scolding? You know, sorry, that was a whole rant, but... No, not at all. Actually, I appreciate <laughs> that answer because it's actually true. And, yeah. you know, I don't want to get into cancel culture right now because that will probably take us, I don't know, five hours to discuss the whole thing. But, oh, oh but for that, real, that, dude. But that's the thing, no? Like, I do get the importance of, you know, saying like, I, that's why I'm glad that you informed about how, you know, certain coastal industries um, mm-hmm. practice, you know, illegal practices and all. But mm-hmm. it's kind of wrong also to to make people feel guilty about certain things. Yeah. Like, like what yeah. if, let's say, there's this lady who, you know, is depressed or who's really going through something really tough, right? Going through mm-hmm. a tough time. Then she goes to Sheen and she just wants to buy, let's say, a 200 peso dress or whatever. Yeah. Um, do you really want to deny that, you know, that like five, ten minute happiness that she's going to get from it, right? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, sorry, I, 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 the thing with me is I love referencing like shows or, or films, right? No, 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 it's great. Um, um, is- like, it's, it's because yeah, I've been living under a rock. I've just been avoiding shows. Like if people yeah. tell me about shows, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that because like that's where I get my information now. So go ahead, please. Yeah, so there's a show that my girlfriend actually made me watch. It's called mm-hmm. The Good Place. I'm not sure if you heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, familiar so with that one. That, yeah, so with that one, what I liked about that show is I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there's this one part where they're speaking to um, one of, like, the judges of heaven, you know, to decide about the fate of humanity or something like that. And, you know, uh, because it's about a scoring system, how you get to heaven and all these things, and they're saying that, oh, you know, if you buy flowers from, let's say, you know, I'll just make up a place. Let's say if you buy flowers from Tondo, it's actually illegally farmed or, you know, stuff like that. Then mm-hmm. they actually told the judge, okay, why don't you live in the current world right now? And let's see how long you'll last, right? So they settle down to earth. And then what only thought like five seconds, she comes back and says it's tough. Because the thing is, I, I do believe that everyone tries to be good, right? Like mm-hmm. we mentioned, all, you know, gray areas and things like that. But it's tough to be good in the sense that you know you research every single thing like for example yeah. let's say um, we're friends right let's say for example you're you're feeling a bit down then i see that let's say one of your favorite flowers are pink roses for example and i see pink roses from a street vendor i buy it from the street vendor but i don't really ask the street vendor you know where did you get those roses does it use like she's trying to make a living you know like exactly. everyone and, you know yeah. like and probably everyone who is buying from the um from that person is all is just like looking for a little joy so that they um or looking for a little color for the room so they buy a rose from someone that was are you gonna hold that against them it's like exactly because like my purpose was to make you feel better because i know you like pink roses then you know um also kind of directly i'm also helping out the person selling roses right that's her livelihood you know she gets to feed herself maybe her family and all these things Mm -hmm. so yeah that that's my problem with like cancel culture in the sense that you know if a person makes a mistake sure you know call them out on it um but don't make it come but don't make it like a death sentence like for the rest of their life you're gonna make it like oh this person did this this person did this yeah and i feel like um um, so I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's it's just I I feel like try and redirect your anger 
towards the systems that make it so hard for people who are of lower income to get things that give them pleasure or to get things that they need. Like, you know, like if a person is like not making enough so th- and so that they can't buy from, you know, a sustainable source of clothing and they resort to shame. Like, bakit ka magagalit din sa tao? Like, I, um, this a tao for not being able to afford fucking, like, um, fucking ethically sourced, like, clothes, di ba? Or sustain, yeah. um, uh, like, mi- mi- tao din eh, Huh? Those are expensive, those ethically sourced anything. Yeah, di ba? It, it's because, like, um, because it's fair trade. Like, all, like, every single person na dadaanan nung, um, nung clothes na yun for it to get made, like, from the seamstresses and, you know, like, the, the middlemen. All of those people are paid well. So, the end product is, like, just insanely expensive, right? And you can't, um, so I feel like if you are going to get angry, get angry at the person who, um, get angry at, you know, the people who make sure that the system that keeps the poor being poor in place, you know, like, like, dun ka, dun ka sa magali. like yeah. that, you know, the, the people who make sure that this system is still going on so that the, the poverty, poverty gap is insanely large, you know, like that power only um, is in the hands of just a few people, you know, like, you know, like the behalf of the world's wealth is is in the hands of like 20 white men you know like yes, why don't you get angry at those people yeah, um and i i guess that you know like telling a person that like because like a really big part of why i think cancel culture is you know thriving and you know it's alive and well i feel like people because they are so tired of feeling powerless um, you know, like, like, I know that people, like, feel really oppressed by being in a system that they cannot escape, you know, being in a, in, you know, in a capitalistic society that demands that they work five days a week for eight hours a day, which is pretty fucking demanding, honestly. And, you know, um, and it's just too much for a lot of people. But, you know, what can we do from this, like, endless cycle? Um and you know like you know the powerlessness that we feel we feel it every day and sometimes the only way that you can feel powerful is when you see someone make a mistake on twitter and then you be like ooh like pwede kong pagalitan tong taong to and then you jump on the bandwagon and you know and you dogpile upon that person and you know and then that person maybe like uh, baka like private siya o kaya maybe na suspend your account niya or you know or they just or, deleted or, it yeah Oh yeah, diba? Like, part out of distress because like hundreds of people are like are dogging them because of a mistake that they made. And you know, once that happens to the person that you are attacking, I'm sure that it makes you feel powerful, and I'm sure that it makes you feel like you're contributing to society. And I'm sure you know, like, and I get that. Like, I understand that kind the powerless that powerlessness that you feel is something that needs to be addressed as well. Um, so I so I get why people like are really into that kind of call out culture, diba? Um, you know, like hurt people hurt people, and you know, like everyone, you know, f- everyone is just hurting. So, so I try to be understanding the language in that way. Yeah, actually, I wanted to to jump to this about this person. I, I'm not really sure if you want to talk about this person, but oh, it's Gwyneth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the thing with Gwyneth is, uh, I'm gonna be very honest with you. 
Uh, I mean, you do follow me on Instagram, so I'm sure you're aware that I love sharing memes. I think that's my only like stories of for my IG like 99% of the time. And I told myself that I just give myself one day, just one day to post my favorite Gwyneth memes, and that's it. Uh, because um, the thing with me is, you know, obviously she did something that's really crappy. Let's just be honest; it's really crappy. Yeah, yeah. What she did, right. Really but selfish. Then, very selfish. I mean, crappy, selfish, stupid. I mean, we could use any word to describe it. But I honestly kind of feel bad for her because for a long time, I guess the way how you know our society is. People are forever going to link her to what she did. I mean, she's young. She's like, what? Uh, probably in her 20s, early 20s, give or take, mid at most. Yeah. Uh, you know, was it very irresponsible? Yeah. Was it selfish? Yeah. Does, will it affect, you know, many, many people? It will. But then I kind of still want to believe that, you know, maybe years later, you know, she'll realize how stupid it was and she'll be better. But what I fear is when she does have that, you know, character arc or that character development, people won't just, people won't give her a chance anymore. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I'm sure you, you think what she does was obviously really bad, but do you think that people will give her a second chance down the line? Like, do you think they'll let uh, her live a normal life or do you think she'll forever be known as Publishon Girl or something? I, I feel like forever, Ryan, and I don't necessarily think that she deserves it. Um, like I, I'm coming from the perspective because that I, you know, I've been canceled before. I, like honestly, I've been like it was so bad when it happened to me. Like, like it happened in late 2019 because about um because it was about some stuff that I said that you know in hindsight I now like I really know now that what I've been saying um was you know misinformed, politically incorrect, hurtful. Um, so it was so what I did was deserving of of a call out because like that was the only like time that I really just realized that I should be more careful with what I'm saying so as to not be hurtful to other people. Um, so 2019 pa yun, ha? pero like pero like the after effects of you know people harassing me, doxing me, you know, outing me to my parents as a sex worker. Um, like all of those things, like ha- um, still continue, like to this fucking day, you know, like it's been um, two years, right? It's been it's been two years, oh, and hindi pa, and hindi pa Gwyneth, yeah, and hindi pa ano hindi pa Gwyneth Chua yung level na ginawa kong na uh, ginawa kong ano ah. So I'm afraid that she needs to that she needs to live with that. And like I said, um, I I believe that. It's not necessarily that she deserves like years and years and years of constant harassment. I do believe that at a certain point, like parang medyo sobra na. Yeah. But but that honestly, that is the nature of the internet, talaga. And um, and she needs to make peace with that if she wants to, you know, go about her life, go um, growing and thriving. Because if you will always like just. Because, like, this is going to happen for, like, maybe, like, five more years for her. Generous I, I'm surprised that it will only be five years, and I'm going to be honest. Yeah, the bad, like, like something worse, right? Yeah, like, you, you and I know that it's going to be, it's going to take long. And if, you know, if she wants to, you know, thrive and grow within that period, she would 
have to learn not to fight against it so much so much and not to be resentful towards it so much and accept that is that it is part of you know being an online citizen and doing stupid things like i'm sure she would she would understand that because it seems like she's a, she's a little sort of influencer on um or, or on her own right right because she has like a you know popping instagram pictures she goes to publish on and parties a lot she seems like you know like it seems like she seems like the kind of person who would know that sort of dynamic of being online and she she should know that again not saying that she deserves the magnitude of the harassment that she is getting um to a certain point lang siya deserves sa, sa totoo lang pero yeah like like she has to reckon with that um in order for her to like be able to move forward and i feel like it has gotten that bad for her because again people feel so powerless and they're really just lo- moving from one target to the next um, that will make them feel powerful. And like a lot of people drew comparisons between Goodness Chua and Coco Pimentel, diba? And yeah. the Bolsinas, diba? Yeah. But yeah. so like parang people are asking, where is all of this cancel culture energy when, you know, when Coco Pimentel and the Bolsinas like were off having their own parties? Like, and pati yung kinasala nandun si Bongbong tsaka si Sarah, di ba? Like, parang why aren't people canceling them as hard as they are canceling Gwyneth Chua? It's because, like, Gwyneth Chua is an easier target. You know, like, try to cancel Coco Pimentel and you will just feel the same powerless um, powerlessness that you are trying to overcome, di ba? So you're gonna p- pick easy targets. Gwyneth Chua, si, sino yung, ano, yung nag-yoga na, ano, pangalan niya? Sorry, yung, the, like in the beginning of the pandemic, she was like, "Why don't you stay the oh, fuck out?" Oh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the, the yoga girl, the, yeah. the, whoever thought was chill. Yeah, whatever her name is. But yeah. so, so you know, we pick on people like that, right? Because like, those are the people that are that feel that make us feel powerful, that make us feel so correct and moral and on the right side, right? Because, because I understand that. But it fucking sucks. It, it lang. So that's my two cents on it. Sorry, I'm rambling. That's <laughs> why no, no, I really appreciate it. And I honestly did not know you got cancelled. I don't even talk about it on why or whatever. Because, sorry, you're like, what, 22 right now? 23? Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, I'm 19. Charot! <laughs> so that's in 16 pala, no? You, you're cancelled <laughs> No, I know I'm uh I I turned 29 last December. Oh, so we're so you're 93 or 90. Oh my god, you're younger than me. No, 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 I'm, no 90... I'm 92. I'm 92. I'm 92. I'm 92. Okay, but you're December, so you're 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 younger by a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh no, my so you're yes. 29. Thank you. Uh, 22. <laughs> I thought you're younger, but anyway. Um, no, but yeah, so like two years ago, you know, you made a mistake. You're still young, you're still 27. Because for me, it's like this um, anyone below like 35, in my opinion, you could still make something, you could really still do something really stupid, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, when you're like in your 40s or in your 50s and you say something that is quite bad, I think that's really something that you believed in for such a long time, right? Or, or things like that. But like when you're young, in my opinion, you know, sure, you know, maybe make, you know, like for me, I'm a meme lord, right? Uh, I gave myself <laughs> one day to post my favorite Gwyneth Chua memes. I got a couple of good memes from Coco Pimentel. I only did that for a day. Uh, didn't oh my get God. any. What's your, what's your favorite Coco Pimentel meme? Okay, so 
<laughs> and I'm sure it's so corny for you, but you know, as a tito, it was my favorite. It's a cartoon drawing. Then uh-huh. it's a guy Pimentel saying, This is Coco Pimentel. Welcome to Jackass. Then he's running into the hospital. <laughs> that was my favorite. Because for Perfect. 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 That, oh my god, I, I love that because like my favorite Coco Pimentel meme is also like so millennial like that. Because I, like only millennials will get that one and this one too. Like do you know um fucking the like have you seen Madonna's music video for Ray of Light? Do you remember yes, what yeah. it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> she's like flashing, she's like running through all of these like locations in like a split yeah. second, right? and then, and then someone captured it. This is Coco Pimentel. Just like, fuck it up. We're so fucking Tito na. <laughs> no ray of light. Parang if you tell that to someone born in 2001, they're probably like, what is they're that? They're probably like, what, what the fuck is ray of light? <laughs> Like the thing, these are people who probably graduated from college who were born into the year 2001. Oh, Oh, my God. Like, the worst one that really carbon-dated me talaga is that there are people now who don't know why the save icon is a disc. A floppy disk. Yeah. They're like, what, what is that? Like, like oh, shit. <laughs> So like it also it's so painful, right? When people don't understand the connection of like bad internet and the landline. That's also quite yeah. painful. Yeah, right? oh my god. Or like how the land or like how you know when you have speakers on your computer, that's the perfect way to know that you're about to have a call because the one that's where there's like oh. a sound and whatever. Oh shit. I don't no, miss but- that. Oh, oh my god. Grab it, no? like you, you feel so ancient. No, but yeah, like going back. Uh, yeah. Sorry I really for the interruption. No, it's fine. I, I get, no. Uh, no, but yeah, like I do feel bad for her. I mean, sure, you know, it's fun to make fun of her now, but you know, eventually it will probably get old. And uh, but anyway, I just hope that, yeah, it, you know, it'll get old, but the trauma of having to go through that will remain with her. Yeah. And honestly, just being real with you, she deserves some of that. Because what she, you know, like the trauma that she caused the entire nation, you know, like there's an entire like slew of OFWs that hindi makakawit because of her, you know, yeah. like there, and you know, like, like all of these businesses had to shut down because of the scare she started. Like, if she's traumatized, imagine deserve, but I don't know, like, but I'm as an outsider, I'm not gonna be the person to judge how much of that she deserves. Correct. You know, yeah. like I'm not her maker, and I don't yeah. think people should take it upon themselves to make that judgment for her. You know, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe sharing a meme for a day is okay, but after that, you know, you should just stop it with the jokes already. Yeah, like, or probably like don't go further than don't go to the point where you dox her or you dox her yeah. family, Correct. or you know. Yeah. Or debout or kalat kalat mo yung mga sexy pictures niya. Like, there's a line there. You know, like, that's not part of discourse anymore. Like, Correct. yeah, and like, also, I mean, with that being said, right, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Hanger, you know, that, that Gwyneth Cho, she's really, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. She's really gonna oh have God, a hard time. <laughs> 
because can imagine like you know whether or not let's assume she doesn't have a family business or actually I don't know what her family does or what she does for a living but mm-hmm. let's assume that you know she's gonna be a normal worker who will have like an eight to five job when people see her name they're gonna be like are you Gwyneth Chua like okay yeah you know remember that one with the thread na ng catfish na ng trans uh, ng trans woman oh yeah yeah the blog yeah. the bald girl yeah, the yeah, the na, na ano, and diba she works in, eh, you know, she works in the creative industry. Yeah. kumalat ng balita sa mga sa mga agency, sa mga you know, sa mga magazine, diba? You know, some, thank you for reminding like, me about that person. I, I completely forgot. Yeah, about that. so so like if they see some Morales, ay putang ina, ikaw yung nang ano, diba? Yeah. You know, to, to a certain degree, yun nga, like I said, like they kind of like deserves of the ostracization that they're gonna be facing moving forward with their lives, you know. Um, actually, to the, the point that you imagine, like, even the mayor of Makati had to say that I'm not going to make a person a, yung, a person on Grata. Parang, guys, calm down. Wag naman ganun levels, right? Go, like, uh, why don't you do that to Bong Bong Marcos? Like, yeah, that, but, like, the, the, the whole Marcus clan, actually. Uh, diba? Gawin mo silang persona na grata para makaalis na sila ng dasma. Oh. Like, but di ba't nila kaya gawin yun? Yeah. Sko, it's really like, again, she did something really stupid. But then, you know, I just say, you know, the bar could just sue her, you know, for whatever. I mean, we have laws that you need to follow, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure the bar is probably going to, <clears throat> um, you know, file something or whatever. But... Uh, and actually, the hotel got shut down, right? That Burjaya hotel got shut down. Ay, talaga ba? Oh, putain, it's talaga... It's just the, the wave of destruction that she left in her wake. It's just kind of mind-boggling, honestly. Like, But actually, you know, um, <laughs> whether the hotel knew about it or not, which I think they probably, or maybe maybe it's the employees or whatever, you know, that's really a big hole eh, because it's a pandemic. You know what I mean? So that's something that they'll have to address also. But grab it, like, but do you, would you blame, like, do you, like, okay, your opinion, right? Um, Again, this is not going to, I don't think this, this would affect anything because it's just, you know, two of us and we're not making laws or anything. But I honestly still believe that even without her jackass, this is jackass moment, Um, I still think that, you know, the amount of cases will still rise. Um, we'll still have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so I wouldn't really blame like most of it on her. Yeah, like she it like and like I said, uh or like other people said that I've read, like she's not the only person of her kind, you know, like yeah, yeah like I, I know people who like I do know people who have doctored like vaccination cards and you know negative tests. I do know people so who are offered you know who are offering to um to present uh, a negative test result for you. I do know you, you know like I've yeah like I I know rich pe- uh, I know I know rich people who have done similar stuff. It's malas niya lang nahuli siya and malas exactly. niya lang no omicron yung daladala niya. But like I know fucking ten people in you know in my you know, you know like in my immediate circles who are just as careless as she is. Wait, sharing lang ha? Yeah. Sa, sa, sana, lang, sana lang hindi siya magtampo pag nabasa niya to or, or kapag napanood niya to. 
Pero I'm sick kasi now. Okay? Like, I had COVID March 2021. And I ha- the symptoms that I have now are the same as when I yeah. got COVID. But they're much milder because I'm vaccinated na. And I feel yeah. like that's the case for all of the people who are sick. It's just like every single one of my friends is sick right now. And, you know, we're all going through the same thing. You know, mild symptoms, but a lot of us have it. Um, yeah. And I have, a, I have a very good idea where I got it. I had sex with someone on Monday, and right after we had sex, he was like, "Oh, I was sick this morning." Pero nagparasetamol ako, and the fever went away, so I thought it would be okay to meet you. And now I'm sick. Guys, guys, don't fucking do that to your fucking friends. If you got sick, tell them, okay? Like. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry. Keep, I keep on interrupting you. No, that's fine. I mean, the, the episode's about Salme Salvi, not Paulo Agua, so it's okay. No, but <laughs> no, but then yeah, no, but like what you mentioned, the only good news is you know since a lot of us, for those who are vaccinated, mm-hmm. uh, the Omicron is like the flu already, right? Uh, they say that when a disease is more easily spreadable or that spreads faster, the less deadly it is. So. You know, for oh. a lot of people, this feels like the flu. Uh, so oh, that's really? like actually a lot of doctors. They just tell you, um, biogesic, uh, vitamin C with zinc, uh, vitamin D, and salt milks. Just that, and you're okay now. I think after, was it ten days? I think, yeah, around ten days, you'd be okay already. So oh, ten days. Oh as, my god. It's not as bad as like the Delta or something, or. The original COVID, I assume if, if you don't mind us talking about it for, you know, very a very short bit. When you had COVID last March, I'm sure it was way worse than what you're Way worse. About. Oh, my God. I, I legit, like, there were, like, uh, fleeting moments when I really thought I was going to die. <laughs> like, when I when I got sick the first fucking time. And you know what? You know what's, you know what's fucking insane? I also got it from a guy that I had sex with. <laughs> It's just like guys, please don't have sex with me when you know you're sick. Like, anyway, um, so my symptoms at the time were so bad. Like the worst symptoms that I had last time was my sore throat. Like my throat was like swollen shut. I couldn't even oh, drink. Wow. Yeah, like I like Jeez. I couldn't drink. I couldn't eat, and um, and to the point that my tummy aches really flared up because my stomach was so empty. Um. So, so far, on top of the flu symptoms, I also had like really horrible hyperacidity because I wasn't able to eat because my um, mouth was swollen shut. And so, how did you like, open it up, like your your throat? Huh? Like how I had to you... wait. I had to wait. Like after four days, like mention bumukabuka na siya and I was able to yeah. eat something. But <laughs> but it was swollen shut. Na parang like parang having to drink the medicine was just like such a struggle like i have to brace myself for it because the pain was just insane and then right. like my lymph nodes were like popping out of my like they're like so swollen here and like here so they, uh, so i was like that's how i know it's like a really awful infection um the headaches were insane i had diarrhea because that's a symptom of covid rene sometimes you get diarrhea and at the time, I was so stubborn. I was like, this is one of the worst infections I've ever had, but I know it's not COVID because I can taste food 
and I could like smell stuff, but lo and behold, it is COVID. So it really isn't the same for everyone, you know, because yeah. like everyone else um, who I know got it, like, yun yung unang nawala, sense of taste, sense of smell, and that didn't happen to me at all. But fucking everything else happened to me. It fucking sucked, dude. The fever, <laughs> the throat. How about you? Did you get it? Did you ever get it? No, no. So last year, I didn't oh. get it. But currently, uh, I do have it as we're oh. talking right now. So um, my girlfriend yeah, posted on TikTok, so it's okay. Uh, but I assume what I have right now is the Omicron. Because when I first got um, sick, it felt like the flu. I didn't have any, like, I mean, actually in terms of symptoms, I just legitimately have phlegm. So when I blow my nose, when I cough, phlegm comes out. But it's more my girlfriend that she really felt like everything. Uh, but in, in terms of like the Omicron side, so she'd get fever. Um, she didn't want to eat. Not because of like she couldn't taste, but more of like, you know, she just felt full and stuff. Yeah, so, uh, like I feel, I feel that right now. Yeah, yeah you have so, no appetite. That's how I know I'm sick because super lakas ko kumain. And if my appetite goes away, which never happens, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, so I'm the one right now taking care of her, uh, but she's a much better now. Uh, but she's still coughing and stuff. But yeah, I, I'm just glad that you know because I guess I'm vaccinated. She's vaccinated, and my assumption is it's Omicron. Uh, it's yeah. not that bad. But yeah, so before, you know, I don't want to keep you for too long because you're sick. But I do no, want to talk okay. about I really, some... I really enjoy. Like, and I'm really enjoying myself. So okay. um, let, let's let's do the usual length that you do. Okay. Totally fine. But I just want to talk about something that really is out of like left field, I guess. But I noticed that you kind of joined TikTok very recently, uh, just based on your yeah. stories. So my first question is, when did you start um, TikTok and why? Oh, okay. Um, it's a very, a very business-oriented job because, like, that's my currency. That's the currency that I work with. It's the face and the social media presence. It's like, <laughs> so, and, and, you know, like, I thought that it wasn't a very good thing that the biggest platform that I have is Twitter. And then everything else, like all of my other social media um, platforms are kind of dead. Like, you know, like I have 250,000 on tw- Twitter, but then you look at my Instagram, it's like a thousand. I-, I figured that that isn't good. Um, and I also, you know, like I always observe like the business moves that my, um, my peers, my colleagues make. And I noticed that the more, um, the most successful ones out of, um, out of all of them are, have a really big presence on TikTok. And and so that so that's why I bit the bullet. And I'm really glad that I did. I really enjoy the platform. It really, you know, like it really makes my heart full to see these people who are so young and yet they're so creative, you know, just thinking of these concepts and, you know, uh, being performers in their own right, even if it's just for like 20 seconds per video. It's like that it, it takes a lot of talent to like to thrive in that platform. And um, so, yeah, like, like, like my initial decision was mostly so that I, you know, like I can advertise my work there in really subtle ways because, because I'm learning now the TikTok censorship is just like on an insane level. Like I, I just want to quit into like, um, 
Because right now, as to what I should put on my TikTok and, you know, like the most unique um ones and, you know, the most unique ideas are the ones that really do well on TikTok because, you know, like everyone's fighting to stand out. And I thought that, hey, like I'm, you know, like I'm a sexually active person, like having sex is my profession and that's my expertise. Like there's a lot of, you know, sex education info that I can share. So... So I posted, so I asked people what their sex questions were. And then, you know, there were questions about, oh, like, when do you, should you get tested? How do you squirt? How do you, how do you please a woman? Or how do you stay hard if you're a guy? And I was like, okay, this is like, so there's like really a niche there that I can corner, you know, because people have all of these questions, all these basic questions about sex that I can definitely answer. And... So I made my first video on what is supposed to be a series about um, sex ed. And it was a video about squirting. And it wasn't, it wasn't like raunchy at all. It's very matter of fact that this is what happens when you squirt. Um, this, 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 and this. And it got taken down by TikTok. Sort of in, and they were like, oh, we took it down because it doesn't follow our guidelines about adult nudity and sexual activity. And I was like, why? But it's educational. Like, I'm not even naked in it. I don't even, like, show a picture of the vagina or whatever. So that is, like, what I'm, like, struggling with on TikTok. It's that, like, there's so many things about me and my content that is sexually explicit. Um, or at least sexually implicit. But, you know, still sexual content. But still, yeah. you know, like, it gets taken down. So I'm trying to figure out how I can, like, how, how I can, like, disseminate that information. Because I really do think that it's important. You know, sex is, sex ed is, is important. But, yeah, figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I just feel that as someone who... I only made a TikTok for my girlfriend, but I don't really mm -hmm. post. Like, I think the last time I posted was maybe last year. When I mean by last year, I mean like 2021. Sorry. Uh, sorry, what I mean is like 2020. 2020, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah... I just feel that you know how with YouTube, uh, if you're like below 18, they just filter stuff out. That's mm -hmm. what YouTube does. So I just feel that TikTok should also have something like that. I honestly don't honestly, know if they do or they don't. Honestly, yeah, but I feel like because TikTok is owned by Facebook, and I I feel like it's more cost effective because for facebook tiktok and instagram to just like blanket ban all of the adult content even though it is useful for for the adults you know um even though mas populous naman talaga yung adult yung adults who would be consuming that content as opposed to the actual children so and i i don't feel like my hirapan kasi on tiktok to do that because like it is first and foremost a, a, an app that was made with children in mind you know like yeah. you know that's why the format is so short that's why you know you can um you can pick a lot of like flashy effects and filters it's because like it was all designed to catch a ch uh, child's attention like a child with a phone yeah. so medyo like mahirap ang kalaban you know what i mean yeah i just feel that like um for that one uh you could just simply like for example like you i'm sure you wouldn't mind that let's say when you're about to upload something they could just have a, a box that you just tick if you say, is this for people who are 18 and above? Yeah, like, I wish they had that. But, and I, like and I do believe that... Yeah, like, and I do believe something like that will will happen in the future. Um, because something like that 
Sorry, I burped. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Because, because Google has something like that. Twitter has something like that. Um, Instagram has something like that. <laughs> TikTok should have something like that. Um, so, they should. They really should. Yeah. Uh, I think it's unfair for you, right? I mean, you're you're the type of person who makes educational TikToks that are about you know a subject matter that a lot of countries and a lot of people consider taboo but it's informative you're not being raunchy or anything yeah yeah and, and honestly like it like it blew up I, um in the in the like 20 minutes that it was available like the current chakagat the 10,000 views in 20 minutes wow. so it's like yeah so it like was really on its way to becoming viral but then t- tiktok was like can't can't you can, we can't have this going viral, I guess. Um, pero nag-submit ako actually ng appeal um, because they allow you to like submit appeals. Like, oh, did we make a mistake taking this down? Like, let us know. And I was like, yeah, definitely. You made a fucking mistake. And then, then they reinstated it. Pero the momentum was lost na. Yeah, they reinstated it. Pero hindi na nila pinapakita sa new page or sa for you page. Like the same way that the newer TikToks get displayed there. So wala na yung virality niya. And... Actually, the, yeah. the TikTok video I remember yours the most just because I found it so hilarious was you're like, you know, you're sitting on your bed, then you're, I'm not really sure, like, you're trying to be flirty a bit or something. The one that, it's about that guy you're chatting with, the, uh-huh. he's game king oh. and moods and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's so you're, funny. Yeah, then you're like, oh, I'm from the Philippines or something like that. And the guy's like, oh, where's like, that, Africa? Yeah, oh my god, that is something that actually happened and... Like, oh first God, question, like, where were you chatting with this guy? Like, where did you like, meet this guy? Actually, to be fair, ha, super tagal na dun. Like, that, um, super tagal na dun. I was, like, in my, yeah, like, I, I was I was 20, I think, or late teens. Siguro 18, 19, 20, around that age. Ah, okay. So, so that's really an old story. Oh, oh matagal na siya. Um, pero, syempre, like, you, you don't forget stuff like that. You know, parang puta, you know? Like, uh, so many i have so many of those i have so many dumb guy stories like like okay if you don't mind me like asking for another one like what's another stupid guy story that for you it's like you just couldn't google it there's something oh, oh my god yeah there was this guy um he like which is insane because he was he was much older than me and um he yeah uh, and he's a chef and graduation out of ucla so it's like, so, he's supposed to be smart because that's like an amazing university, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. It's, a, it's a top school in the US, yeah. Yeah, right? So I was, you know, I was having sex with him and he's really, I was really like sculpted because, um, you know, I'm attracted to that um, to that sort of type. And then, you know, like he was dre- um, he was dressing himself up because it's And I was like, um, I like... <laughs> I was like, oh, you have an Adonis belt. Do you know what the Adonis belt, what an Adonis belt is? Like, if a guy is really muscular, like his... Like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There are two legs that are really defined like that. And yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. Defined. I was like, I, I was like, oh, you have oh, you have really nice Adonis belt. And then he got kind of uh, pissed. He got kind of pissed. He was like, who the fuck is Adonis? And I'm like... Like he legit thought that I was talking about another guy. <laughs> In the first place, I didn't know you called that Adonis belt. I thought you just called that sex cuts or something. Like again, I, yeah, I Deva, but still, I like, like, that, like, uh, but I you know, like, still, I was like, 
It's, it's just so funny that he got kind of mad because he thought that oh, I was like, like talking about who Adonis was. Yeah, yeah Dubai, I I was like... that he's the god. Is he Greek or Roman? I, I keep. He, he's, I he's Greek. Dubai, like he's the Greek god, god of like... beauty, right? For for men. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, he didn't know what that was, and then, and then I told him that hey, my um, I have an ex who was in the production of Sweeney Todd, and then you know, like I mentioned that in passing, to, uh, in passing to him, I was like, oh, I have an ex, and then he's a theater actor. He was in, you know, he was in Spamala and then Sweeney Todd. He was like, what the fuck is Sweeney Todd? <laughs> I was like. What? <laughs> oh, but okay, to be fair. To be fair, um, Sweeney Todd is big, obviously, but like, imagine if you say, Oh, you know, my ex was the Phantom and Phantom of the Opera, that and he didn't know what that was, then that's like, oh, you know what I mean? That would be like earth shattering or, or something, yeah, like that. yeah. And if I what are, what are other like, um, bubble guy stories, like, there's this guy, oh my god, um. Well, like um, content warning, lang, Um, we're um gonna be talking very quickly about um smoking weed. Um, so okay. you know, like if if that's like touchy for you, you no, no, no. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. so me, so me and this guy that I hooked up with, we were both we were both stoned, and then you know, like you know, we're having small talk after we had sex, and then I was like, um, oh, I'm studying industrial design <clears throat> in university, um, so. So he was like, "Was what that?" I was like, uh, "Product design," and he he and you nahirapan na comprehend product design. What is that? I was like, um, "I was like, oh well, in school we study, you know, like we study how to design products, and then you know we study three D modeling." Um, and he was like, "What's what's three D modeling?" And I was like, "Oh, you make like maybe you, make, you like, try. That's why." No, indeed. Like, parang, ano, ano na like, even when he was sober, he was asking me stupid questions again. So I don't put it past him talaga to be that dumb. <laughs> Pero ito kasi, ito, like, he, he was, actually, pagigins mo naman, di ba? Kapag sinabing, oh, you do 3D modeling. You know what that is, yeah, right? You, you, you yeah. The, the, that's a computer program and stuff. Yeah, yeah you, you, you know, you make 3D models uh, like on a yeah. computer program. Or you can present it then when the you know client accepts it, then you can make like a prototype or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I swear to you this happened. He was like, so he couldn't comprehend what 3D modeling is. So I had to really dumb it down. I was like, have you seen Finding Nemo? That is a 3D modeled movie. He was like, that's 3D modeling? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like all of the Pixar movies are 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 uh, are three D modeled, and that's what we study at school. He was like, really? And he thought that it was he thought that it was like puppetry or something like that. In the first he, place, sobrang galing ng editor to remove all the strings like oh the bad and, and, and like since it's a puppet like the but the mouse should have like a you know like how oh the bad and it shouldn't the be like that. the lines and oh my god <laughs> and like you know and i was like like i had to like snap at him and i said like why do you not know this shit you're a teacher because he was a teacher he was a model and then he teaches um kids now and he's based in japan um but he's american 
so he does modeling and is teaching. I was like, how can you not know this shit? You're a teacher. He was like, no, I teach. I teach like five year olds how to speak English. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but like, no, but no, like, but like okay. I'm not. A, I'm not a product designer, or I don't do 3D modeling. But I at least had some sort of an idea. Yeah, you know, you know that that's a thing, right? Yeah, like you'd assume that a prof, you know, a teacher, even if they teach just English would be able to have that kind of logical thing in their head how to, you know, connect dots. Wala, right? wala. Pusko, let's just... <laughs> Makalungkot. Ano <laughs> pa, ano pa yung mga dumb guy stories ko? I think yun lang muna for now. Like, I, I yeah, think recall. That, that, that's okay for now. Uh, I want to keep it for like, because I would definitely would want to have you in a future episode again. Or maybe okay. you could just call it Salve Salve and more dumb guy stories. More dumb guy stories. Like, so you could just talk about those things but yeah. but yeah but you know salame uh thank you so much uh for being yeah. here uh this was really fun i'm so glad that you know you you're you accepted and you know even if you're sick thank you for being here i greatly appreciate that thank, uh, um, thank you for pushing through even if you're sick how are your symptoms i'm okay uh just cough and phlegm but i'm good i'm probably gonna be okay by next week uh but yeah, I- I'm doing good so far. But mm-hmm. yeah, so again, you know, thank you so much, Salome. Uh, I definitely would want you to do your plugins, especially for your TikTok. Hopefully, more and more people get to follow you. So you know, go ahead. Sure. Um. So my work is um my work is available on Twitter, TikTok, Pornhub, and if you want premium content, um, unlockable content, you can go to pocketstars.com/salome/salvi. Again, that's pocketstars.com slash salamesalvi. And you can subscribe to unlock all of my content for just $5 a month. <laughs> and you can also oh, go to, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, when you unlock all of the content, that's 2,500 pictures and videos made over four years during the course of my career in sex work and in pornography. So yeah, if you if you want a ton of good porn, just subscribe to my pocket stars or you can also subscribe to my just for fans that's just for dot fans slash salome salvi um so yeah i would really appreciate if you would subscribe to those pages because that's how i make my living and every single subscription helps um but yeah if you want to buy directly from me naman we can also do that just um follow me on twitter and then shoot me a message so that's twitter.com slash salome salvi um, and my TikTok is also at Salome Salvi. Um, so just remove the space in between my name and you're good. And I hope I hope to see you there. Thank you so much. Great. Well, thank you again, Salome, to our viewers and to our Spotify listeners tomorrow. Thank you again. Iglap will be back again next week. Uh, we will have Mitchell Charles, actually, the one who commented. So, yeah, until then, uh, everyone stay safe. Take care. Uh, if you have any symptoms like what I do, and I thought th- like this was just the cold or the flu, please do just isolate yourselves immediately. Uh, take a lot of biogesic, water, vitamin C with zinc, and vitamin D. Until then, see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.